Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot dings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. Sick of all these cocky ass bodies of water. Like Superior, get over yourself. <laughs> Alright, now for some real jokes to fit the episode I got a couple, I got a couple Because Billy didn't want to say them uh, What's the warmest thing in a dead girl's body? My cock <laughs> That's disgusting <laughs> What does an orgasm in a pulse have in common? I don't care oh, if she has oh, one Oh <laughs> <laughs> How do how do you tell if a mortician's a necrophiliac? He's always hard at work. This was the most fucking horrific one. Are you just reading a website right now? Despite having <laughs> sex with hundreds of women, I have no trouble remembering their names since they're written on the gravestones. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. My friend lost his virginity in a graveyard. That sounds to hardcore. a dead person? Oh, but it's supposed to ask that question. it probably was he's just like yeah she was there yeah, yeah, yeah. so i went there all right welcome to the show <laughs> this is strange me. brew podcast you're What's tuning up? in in your ear holes guess who's back in the business oh you don't have eminem oh, i yeah, was ding, ding. Uh, yeah i know uh, I, yeah, I was gonna I, and i didn't <laughs> I, I i did forget that i was gonna add oh boy oh shit <laughs> i haven't heard that in a while i am tom cat aka tom thompson aka the reptilian aka dungaree do uh who else do i have fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> i'm billy <coughs> billy's back and we got alex too yeah i'm back He's back in and the black. business because it's Halloween season. In case you forgot. And we're approaching the closer time to, between the, when the veil thins between the living and the dead. We're going to talk about people who fuck the dead. Nice. <laughs> Necrophilia hot. is a pathological fascination with dead bodies, which often takes the form of desires to engage with them in sexual activities, such as intercourse. Though prohibited by the laws in many countries, there have been many reported cases of necrophilia throughout history. I'm pretty sure it's not like a manifestation. I think more or less than anything, it's just lonely people and ugly people. Yeah. Also, They're just like, I don't have to talk to this one. This one doesn't <laughs> care what I look like. God, I haven't showered in days, but she still smells worse. And this is part of <laughs> our body bag material. Body bag material. Why do I feel like I'm on a YTV episode? (laughs) (laughs) Carlos comes out. Body bag material. Got something for you to learn. Listen to me. Incidents of necrophilia are noted to have occurred throughout history. Greek author Herida. Oh, here Herodotus, we go. Just started. Herodotus <laughs> stated in uh, his um, histories that in ancient Egypt, bodies, especially beautiful women, were not immediately bombed after their deaths, but only after several days had passed in order to prevent a reoccurrence of a case where it was discovered that the embalmer was having sex with the bodies of recently dead women. 
He's not hurting anybody. <laughs> yeah. Leave the guy alone. Yeah. He's the one with worms in his dick. <laughs> Ew. Well, I guess recent. They're probably just larvae. Oh, it's <laughs> fresh, man. Fresh. It's just a little cold. Rigor Morris isn't said in yet. I think it's like, I think it takes like two days, three days. So when you say bomb them, what do you mean? Embalming, when you put embalming fluid in them. Oh, I thought... Preserve them and make them look I nice just... All, all I fucking... All bombing I, like yeah. Hiroshima. <laughs> it's and like... Here goes Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> if she falls from high enough, she'll kind of make a splat. <laughs> According to Babylon Talmud, third in the fifth century AD, King Herod of Judah desired a certain maiden and after she killed herself to avoid marrying him she's like fuck this fuck this <laughs> i'm going to kill myself preserved her body in honey for 7 years some say that he embalmed her in order to have intercourse with her others say that he didn't actually have intercourse with her but roman jewish historian i wonder uh, who was there to see it everyone was clapping they're just like and the other guy is just like the Holocaust. That one guy that was part of it, he's like, no, we actually didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Jewish historian Philassus, uh, Josephs, who works um, or maintain uh, the source of Herod's life and character and says nothing about necrophilia on his part. So who actually knows if he actually did shit? Remains of pottery from the Mochi... I'm sorry, I'm going to pronounce it. Civilization represented dead skeleton figures engaging in sexual intercourse with living humans. So this is all we're going to break down like some stuff in history. Wait, what? Skeleton fingers. Skeleton figures. Oh. Engaging like on pottery. <laughs> they had pottery like almost Got like, you. you know, the Roman pottery and stuff like that where in, you know, Hercules, what, the bitches are dancing and singing on the pottery. Like that, but these people are fucking and they're skeletons. But it's like humans fucking skeletons and stuff like that. Fun, Wouldn't fun. the skeletons have the boners? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone we talked about on our History Villains episode, Charles D. Reyes, is noted to have sexu- uh, sexual, uh, like sexually violated the dead bodies of his victims, which there's talks of maybe we'll get into him overall because he is fucked. And if you go back and listen to me really fuck up how to pronounce years, uh, yeah. listen, <laughs> listen to this, this fucking strange villains of history. Or whatever, evil, whatever the fuck. I remember that fucking episode. (laughs) What a fucking shit show. (laughs) I'm sitting here trying to do the math. I'm like, that does not make sense. But he was 322 years old when he did that shit. (laughs) According to uh, criminologist, how do I say that? Criminologist? Criminologist. According to a criminologist, Herschel Prines, it was said that until the 19th century, if a betrothed girl in Central Europe died before her marriage day, the spouse could still carry out the ceremony by copulating with the body. You know what copulating means, right? Fucking. Finger in it? Fucking. Oh, so they told me it, I was oh, only allowed finger. a finger. It's like, oh, if you're going to marry a girl and then she dies, it's like, well, I, I can still fuck her, right? And they're like, yeah, you're can good. Can you fuck it? <laughs> like when there's a robot or something, can you fuck it? I don't know if that's from. People must be getting off this now that those fucking uh, super realistic sex bots are out. Holy no, fuck. that's you know why they're created, right? It's for oh. the Chinese because they killed fucking more than half their women. Yeah, so now the guys lonely. are super lonely. <laughs> so they, they cool. that's where it's coming fuck. from because there's a, such a high demand because literally they're oh, the men are like have there's so many fucking men in China. 
And that's why they have to have two different, we've talked about this, two different um, rail carts or buses and shit like that. Once for women, once for men, because the men were fucking sexually harassing the women so often. That's fun. Japanese train porn. <laughs> I'm going to watch thing. that now. watched it. It's a thing I watched. It. Okay. During the 18th century, in the conflict of Peru between the rebels, Tupac Amur, Amur, his literally, this is where Tupac, I think, got his name. Okay. That his, his mom got his name from. Tupac a necrophiliac? Amir. Yeah, and colonial forces, rebels. Fantastic. Yeah, it, this was in a yeah, conflict. Was he known back then, though, as a necrophiliac? Like, who was this guy? He, he was uh, essentially a, a rebel leader. Um, and so, rebel like, scum. during this conflict in Peru, uh, the, one of the leaders, one of the rebellions of Tupac Amur uh, and the colonial forces, the rebels, would have sex with dead women. But he's, he was still a rebel. He was still a leader. I get it. But I'm sure that happened in uh, Unit 7 and stuff like that. that Probably. You know, the, the good old Japanese war crimes and everything that happened during like World War II. Like 67 or whatever. Yep. And still haven't talked about that. We, I know. Billy I've been wanting to, to do that, that for a while. We'll get into that. I'll have it written out and ready to go. In the 19th century, Rus- Russo-Turkish War, the military forces sexually abused their bodies during the Morocco War of 1919 to 1926. Pretty recent for um, soldiers fucking dead bodies. 1920 to 1996? <laughs> no, 1919 to 1926. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, I was born when these fuckers <laughs> are doing that. Necrophilia could me. Yeah, the troops yeah. were doing it. They were fucking dead bodies. It's like, well, she's fresh still, right? Like, why not? Get it while it's hot, boys. <laughs> I don't, like, it, it's weird, like... Put you have urges room. like that, and you're like looking, and you're like, I, I kind of, I don't know, part of you, like you're sitting out there, you're fucking out there for how many years yeah. without your fucking spouses, and you're just like, it's not hurting anybody. <laughs> they're already. Dead. I can see you like after like, and war fucks you up too, yeah, and they're just like sitting there, you're like, yeah, like, but she can't even throw it back. Yeah. What's the point? Oh, buddy, you're fucking Jack. You're in the military. You throw it back for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking piece of it falls off. Just, oh fuck! Just oh fuck! <laughs> Let's put that back together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Sally. I feel like that's off of some movie. I've never oh, seen that. That is no, not a fucking. No. Well, they're getting fucked and the bodies falling apart. No, it's, it, just <laughs> remind, no, it just reminds me. Of, He's uh, like, oh, that was a porn from a while ago. Yeah, I think that was uh, a scary movie too, where Shorty's fucking like the possessed girl or whatever. And he puts a bag over her head. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I did fucking see that. Is that a scary movie too? Yeah, yeah, because that's in like the haunted house fucking one. I think that was the one I never watched. Take Why have you never seen? Scary I think Scary Movie Two was the one because I I remember as a kid like we're always watching go, that tonight. You'd always go to the the movie store or whatever the corner store to go rent movies, and they only had one, three, and four ever. You've Nobody never seen ever the one had where like two. Shorty's playing basketball and shit, and everyone's just playing basketball with each other. I don't when think I've actually watched by his own by his weed plant. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he he rolls him up with the bitch. Yeah, his weed plant gets possessed, <clears throat> and he smokes Shorty. And the guy's like, "Take my strong hand." He puts Take my strong hand. Take my strong hand. hand. Yeah, that's from number two. Oh, All right, maybe we should watch that later. Yeah, we'll watch that later. A Chinese man was killed during the Nanking massacre after he refused to have sex with a dead woman. It's like they're oh. like forcing him. To this do is a it cult almost. now. Yeah. Well, eventually, I do want. Buddy, to get you him. want to be one of us? Like, yeah. There she is. It was literally We've all had to do it. It was dick in, dick out. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally called the rape of Nanking. So kind of fitting. Is I this like a horrible person? Did Did you like rape like terrible people after they died? 
So like their soul would get raped. The rape of Nanking oh. was just a huge conflict in. And can you rape a soul? How many times can I say rape before rep- we get censored? <laughs> Reptilians fucking can rape souls, man. That's all they do, man. That's. I guess I could do this. I think we're a little late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's hard to stay on top of that shit. Now every time uh, we use the word. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, like really bad yeah you do Jimmy that's fucking hilarious say that shit again say that. we already said it during the Rwanda genocide sex with dead bodies was reported and wow. that's even pretty recent pardon me sir that wasn't in my grade 10 history class. They don't teach you history, man. Well, they, they teach they, you lies. I, I t- learned all about lies. Rwanda. Never heard of Colonel Jimmy fucking fucking Sally's <laughs> dead body before. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, Sergeant Francois Bernard, uh, known, and this is from 1823 to 1878, but known as the vampire of Monty Parsinia. I, I don't thought know. he was going to say Python. Python. Yeah. I was like, uh, oh, what? I'm not pronouncing this. It's fucking French. And he was a sergeant in the French army. And he was arrested in 1841 for necrophilia and jailed for one year. In 1856, he moved to Lavar, La Havar. And in his later life, he worked as a clerk, a mailman, and a lighthouse keeper. But uh, let's get into his uh, little bit about him. So 1941, they're already like kind of cracking down on this. But like 1841. Nobody cared back think, then. No, you said he got in prison for a year. Yeah, in 18. He was arrested in 1841 for necrophilia and jailed for a year. It might have been my fault. I swear to fuck, <laughs> you said 19. I hate when you say years because yeah, I, I never know if it's me anymore. But anyway, so 1841. 1841, you still got in prison for a year for doing that. Like, that's insane. Like, who's... Okay, here, here's the setup, though. So let's say you dig up a grave and you fuck that grave. Yeah. Or the body and or whatever. Do you want to um, think Ed so, did that? So what's going to happen is you're Probably. let's say you get caught. Let's say like the cops happen to see you do it and they catch you. Yeah. Um, who's going to press charges? We get so into that. That the cop, victims no, of the, the, listen, the, the family no, that, of listen, the That's dead what I was just about to say. Now, instead of that being literally a harmless crime, <laughs> the police decided to tell the parents. Be like, yeah, you know your daughter that died? Jo- Somebody fucked Johnny her. Johnny fucked her. <laughs> And that they could have been fucking oblivious to the shit. You could have covered that shit up. You could have gave Johnny a good fucking club across the fucking face, knocked him unconscious, maybe broke a few ribs and called it a day. Also, nobody would have been hurt. He would have been hurt. I'm drinking a pumpkin. Oh, I was gonna fucking. I was waiting till the end of the episode to be so fucking proud of you for not being such a fucking bullshit girl. Uh, (laughs) Billy's got Gibson's finest. Uh, Alex has weed. I don't have weed. (laughs) You want a beer? I'm. I quit drinking. Did you actually do a sober October? No, I'm just not <laughs> drinking anymore. Like I want to encourage you to, but I've also really enjoyed the fact that I come home and my beers are still there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I don't know what to do. I'm in like, a conflict. Was there, the other day you were like, I have six beers in there. Then you had another twelve. Pack. I was like, this guy's gonna just have so many beers by the end of the week, <laughs> and I'm gonna be tempted. According to his birth certificate, you know what? I'll have one. It's a Friday. Yeah. I ain't got no job. I ain't got shit to do. (laughs) All right. So according to his birth certificate, Francois 
was born on October 29th. Ooh, Christmas time. Christmas, Halloween time. Christmas time. In 1823, Francois began dissecting dead cats and dogs in an early life. Oh, yeah. That's the start. Vegetables. It's like, no. Nah, it's just... <laughs> That's a good start. That's a, that was a fun fucking place to put that too, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you got that. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't even Sorry. remember what I was going to say. That fucking threw he me stated off. that his necrophilia, impu- his, his necrophilic impulses began in 1846 when he uh, was accompanied by headaches and heart palpitations. So something, something's going on with this guy. Something started happening to him. He's like, you know, I'm just going to dissect cats and dogs for fun. Why not? But that's where the four, that's where serial killers start, though. I wonder, like, what their, their infatuation is, like, slowly killing an animal by taking it out or, like, genuinely wondering and wanting to see how maybe organs just, work. Maybe he's just pulling the Aleister Crowley. They say cats have nine lives. Let's find out. <laughs> Aleister Crowley, like, killed yeah, the cat. Yeah, if just you're, if you're young like, enough, like, yeah. and cats are stupid. So, like... <laughs> Especially Tom's cat. Fuck off. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he progressed to exhuming the corpses of both women and men from oh, graveyards. Oh, he was a bi killer. <laughs> a a bi serial killer. Oh, I thought that would go better. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> bicycle. I'm on my a bi- bicycle. <laughs> so I bicycle. Serial killer. Whereupon he would um, map for that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so he would um, eva- uh, he would eviscerate and dismember them, the corpses, before masturbating. Oh, fantastic! Francis would later describe his experience with the corpses of the corpse of a sixteen-year-old girl. I covered her with kisses, and I pressed it wildly to my heart. Although one could enjoy with the living women is nothing in comparison <laughs> with the pleasures that I experienced. After I enjoyed it for about quarter of an hour, I cut up the body as usual, tore out the entrails, and then I buried the cadaver again. As usual. Eh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. Between the summer of 1848 and March 1849, a series of bodies were exhumed and found uh, they were severely mutilated in cemeteries of Paris. I wonder, like, they, they obviously realized that somebody was digging up the bodies. And they were like, well, we should dig up the bodies to see what happened to these bodies or why they're being exhumed. And then they just found out they're all, like, torn apart and shit and their vaginas gaped open and a bunch of fun stuff. Damn, how hard are you fucking got, these women? I was going to say, he's got big cock. What the <laughs> hell? He's literally splitting bitches in half. Well, they're frail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On fi- uh, the 15th holes in uh, them, like, so uh, March, from the fucking worms <laughs> eating them out 1849, Francisco admitted to himself, I don't know if I called him Francis earlier, but his name is Francisco. Fucking Francisco already sounds like he smoked Francisco. cigarettes by the airport waiting to pick up bitches. Yeah. And then take, oh, no. take <laughs> him to the... F- myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then take him to the fucking... Uh, What's that? Uh, what's that? What's that? Hostel hotel, and then fucking hey. you know sell them on the sex trade. According to him, between the summer of 1848 and March 1849, a series of dead bodies were exhumed and found severely mutilated in the cemetery of Paris. And on the 15th of March uh, 1849, Francisco admitted to uh, himself to the Val de Grace, 
which is the person that runs the graveyard with gunshot wounds. He kind of admitted, he's like, oh, I've been doing some bad shit. And then the graveyard at the local cemetery kind of overheard him, I think, talking to somebody else that was at the graveyard. That's what it seems to be saying. And then, and then he realizes Francisco's injuries and realized it must have been the same person that he set up all these booby traps around the cemetery yeah. because he knew someone kept like, fucking with dead bodies. Oh, if you fucking dig this deep, this fucking mine's going to go off. <laughs> he did the whole home alone. There was I got a fucking shotgun hanging from the tree. It's like one more inch. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking face is gone. Uh, I di- but that's why it's kind of confusing because a different source said that uh, Francisco was wounded by the police uh, by a bullet in the cemetery. So the police saw him and like started shooting at him. And that's where he got his bullet wound. So one of these are my favorite. Any story from like you don't before, know. like 20 years ago. You really it's don't. all so fucking random. <laughs> so one of Francisco's surgeons obtained a full confession when they were obviously taking out the bullets. And then he was arrested and sentenced to one year. One oh, year I actually ago. read the story before. There's another. There's a third. The third was he went into one of the dead people's mom's house, and the mom he tried to rape the mom, but she was alive. He thought she was dead, <laughs> and then she shot him with a forty four, <laughs> right, right in the fucking arm. And he went, "Ooh, that's why I stick to dead people." Uh, yeah. And so that that's a third story. Now I'm gonna start that trend. Fucking Francisco, wait till they're dead. Victor and Tony Artisan. Victor and Tony Artisan. Nickname the Vampire of Moore. It's M U Y. How would you say that? M U Y. Moi. Moi. The the Vampire of Moi. Yeah, he's got super Chinese. (laughs) Was he was a French grave uh, robber and a necrophile. He was born. I've never heard that in the past tense before. Necrophile? necrophile a fucking yeah. necrophile. I've been like, uh, oh my God. Even if you didn't say that and ask me what the past tense of necrophilia was, I'd have a, my brain would explode. Uh, very that is not where very that would appropriate go. for uh, nec- Necro's body bag material course at the beginning of the episode. Very appropriate. Very straight. He was born on the 5th of September, 1872, in the province of southern eastern France. A lot of French people are fucking dead bodies, man. This is the second French guy. Those French fuckers. <laughs> uncut penises and liking to fuck dead bodies. There's nothing wrong with the uncut just penis. I like to drink a wine and the fuck at the buddy. The only people that cut accent. their dick skin off are Jews and terrorists. Which one are you? I'm a terrorist. Dang. A domestic terrorist, according to my fucking government. Sure. <laughs> Over uh, here coughing on everybody. Don't start. <laughs> fuck. We were so close to just being a nice yep. podcast. And become an... Uh, so he, he became an undertaker and a grave digger as an adult. And he violated many bodies, especially those of young women, and mutilated and decapitated them in some cases. You can't even fucking blame him, dude. Honestly, like, yes, you underta- can. <laughs> no, like, honestly, the, <laughs> He's no. Gonna be like, I know where they're coming from. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I do. You're a fucking, you're an undertaker. Your job is to watch dead people all day. You know how little sympathy you start having for things? Kind of true. Your soul would die. How do you get <laughs> hard soul then? Would die. Because you're still horny. <laughs> No. You're still a man. No. I'm a manly man. I'm no. just sad all the time. 
Okay. He's depressed. So he needs to fucking let his ooze out somewhere on a girl that will fucking <laughs> touch him. You, yeah. You Whip know, out your iPhone what, 13. What fucking, <laughs> what fucking girl goes, oh my God, you're an undertaker? That's so hot. There's, there's got to be at least five chicks out there that would love yeah, that. Yeah, but there wasn't internet back then. He couldn't find them. He was just a weirdo in his community. <laughs> and even that, he was too well known. Everyone's like, that's the undertaker. Don't talk to him. He might bury you. It's like, I'm just trying to fucking work. Jesus <laughs> Christ, trying to make a living. According to People his con- pay me that's shit. That's true. <laughs> According to his confession, actually, if you're an undertaker, you probably make a bit, you break a lot of money, actually. Decent amount. If you're a mortician and shit. I'm sure there's a... A market for that. Go to the fucking dark web, man. There's a lot of people that are probably into fucking dead bodies. Again, we're not on the internet yet. (laughs) According to his confession, Victor regularly spoke to the corpses. What do you think he was saying to them, Billy? Yeah, you like that, don't you, baby? Sorry, I was Googling how much Undertakers make. Um, And then he goes, what? What, what would they say? What would he he be saying to the the fucking uh, corpses he's talking to? He's a fucking Undertaker. He's like, yeah, Sally, everybody laughed at me at the drug mart today. (laughs) Just picking up my acne cream because it's not working. Chelsea uh, worked at a a funeral home for a bit, and she used to have to sweep around the dead bodies, and she used to talk to them. She's like, all right, I'm just sweeping around you, Bob. Just like, okay. (laughs) Because she's like, I feel like she's like, it was awkward, so I like, and it was weird just to have a dead body right there. She's like, okay, just sweep it around. You're making sure you're clean. (laughs) More Politicians undertakers make roughly around forty thousand a year. That's it. Well, f- uh, maybe funeral. Well, it, sa- it says twenty nine thousand yeah. to fifty two thousand. So I don't know. Like, do you get raises if you've properly prepped so many bodies? <laughs> or like, you're doing a real good job yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a five dollar raise. So he would talk to the corpses um, that he like retrieved, and feeling genuine shock and hurt when they. W- <laughs> He would feel genuine shock and, and hurt when they didn't respond to him. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Well, no, he's just in there. He's like, Sally, I had a bad day. I'm just trying to like vent to you. So like, I picked up that ad and everyone laughed at me. And I got over it. So oh, I got him. So I got in my car and it's, it's car. It's, I got on my horse and this, <laughs> and this motherfucker. He he cut me off. I was in my lane and his horse. And he had a horse with a little stamp on it. He's got that Mustang, and it, it just cut me off. I got real sad. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> and then she he starts beating her up. Why? Why aren't you listening to me? I'm fucking crying, and you're sitting there like you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Give, giving me the silent treatment again. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, he's crying. I hit you with a baguette. <laughs> it's all stale and hard. Oh, like mama's got the whipping baguette. <laughs> <laughs> they never got switches. They got fucking stale bread. Stale in the ass. Bread. <laughs> That's Up my new favorite ass. fucking thing in the world. I love that. Did French people get stale bread hit, not switch hit? <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Oh, you're fucking full. You're gonna well, you're gonna hold smoke a whole carton of cigarettes. <laughs> Victor was examined by oh. Victor was arrested in 1901 upon multiple charges of exhumation and violation of dead bodies. All right. Victor was examined by Dr. Alexis Epillard and one of the first psychiatrists to associate Epillard. 
<laughs> e parlard. It is e parlard. E parlard. It's e parlard. E parlard. One of the first psychiatrists to associate necrophilia and vampirism. Oh, that and, sounds like a girl. Yeah, d- yeah, it's true. Doctor Alexis <laughs> diagnosed Victor as a degenerate, impulsive, sadist, and necrophile. And then Dr. Oh, Richard yeah. Von Krafft. Three years of fucking college did you well, didn't you know. it? You feel good about yourself. Dr. Richard you? Von Kraftbring, who studied the case, called Victor a, a moron, void of any moral sense. <laughs> <laughs> and Victor was sentenced to spend the rest of his life in a psychiatric hospital. You feel like. You feel like if you had a sentencing and people told you to go to a psychiatrist for like evaluation that you wouldn't like tell the truth. These people like talking I would about come them. up with the biggest fucking bullshit because they're all narcissists. <laughs> so they have to talk about themselves. The whole time. Exactly. Oh, dude, I so learned that in psychology 101 and like my and my senior year. Any bitch that looks at the stars and like, yep, that's the reason I'm a cunt. That's, those are the ones <laughs> that always fucking say that. <laughs> You're such a narcissist. You know that? Fucking, I hate white people. White women. Yeah. I, I, I like the boys. Earl Leonard Nelson, uh, also known in the media as the Gorilla Man or the Gorilla Killer and the Dark Strangler. Is that is that what girls call you in bed, Alex? The Dark Strangler? <laughs> <laughs> They call me a light-skinned strangler. <laughs> he was an American serial killer, rapist, and necrophile. He was first known um, American serial killer murderer of the 21st century. One of the first known, because they didn't call it at that time, uh, the serial killer, right? He was just like, he killed a lot of people. He was, he was doing it. <laughs> Did a lot. Doing it, doing it a lot and pretty frequently. Yeah. Born and raised in San Francisco, California, by uh, by fucking San I'm not even Francisco. Gonna say it. I was going to say the fucking gays and the French, eh? <laughs> yeah. Where literally. you can find a bear roaming in the city. <laughs> Yo, actually, you know what? Out of anybody ever to be allowed back in the 18th century to fuck a dead person and like straight up no judgment is gay people. You know how shunned they were about everything and how fucked up they'd be in their entire goddamn mind? What do you mean? Seriously, yeah. look. You know how fucked up and shunned you'd be if yeah, you were a gay person in the 18th century? And you'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with me? I guess this is what I do now. I'm like, dig up dead wait, bodies of that? guys with rigor mortis so their dicks are Yeah, so hard. like nobody can fucking stone me to death for being gay. Men like, are the fuck. only people that can fuck after death because they have rigor mortis and their bo- boner gets hard. You ever seen the movie Clerks? Boner. Their boner gets hard. You ever hard. seen the movie Clerks? Nope. So, Isn't a boner also a hard dick? Wouldn't that be in the movie dick Clerks? In you know, double and, entendre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Kevin Smith's first film for like Jane and Bob and all this shit. In the movie, the one girl thinks I she's meeting Clarks. Dante into the the back to fuck him. Yeah. And then, but this guy, he like he comes in, you forget all, all about this character. He's like, you got some, you got some. He's like a Jewish guy. He's like, got some porno mags. Like, so I can go read back there. You know, I, I gotta take a douche. You got some like something I can read, like some hustler. Give me that hustler. And he gives him. Everyone forgets about this character. Character, and then she thinks she's meeting Dante in the washroom, but he gets held up, and then she ends up fucking the guy's dead body <laughs> oh. at the end of the film. It's fucked. Damn. She's just even- <laughs> sitting there ready, boner out. <laughs> uh, 
Juicy Jew. <laughs> so in he was raised by the the gorilla man, the dark strangler. The, the, he was he was actually like he was you know he was raised by this like devout Pentecostal grandmother, and ne- like he Earl Nelson exhibited bizarre behavior. <laughs> the full Nelson. Why was that funny? He exhibited weird behavior and bizarre Stop behavior. Stop smoking weed. I smoked like three hours ago. Which was accompanied by head injuries Four he sustained in a ago. bicycle accident at ten at age ten. Almost all serial killers oh, have fucking head injuries. Fuck me. The kid in our complex is going to be a serial killer. It's a good thing you got rid of that was, car. You'd be his first victim. He's like, I was going to say, I noticed all the fucking uh, the speed bumps now around they your fucking those in like area. Two days ago. Yeah, the speed bumps just came out. Like that was because of you. They've made a file. Yeah. No, no, they, they put the signs so up. It's 10 does everyone kilometers. Know yeah, a child with your car? Does everyone know on the podcast they don't, did that? They, well, I don't yeah, think we I'm pretty sure I said that last Billy's racist hit a little nigger boy with his car. What fucking bullshit, this <laughs> fucking idiot kid. Fucking parents don't teach him shit. I live in a fucking townhouse complex. And like I was driving through and they're like, you're supposed to go 10. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going 10. I'm so going like 50. 20. I go like 20, <laughs> 25. It's still fucking slow, but like everything's fine. This he was going 15 because his car was standard. And this if he kid went came flying. Out of the fucking side street. And, like, I didn't hit him head on. If that's any consolation, this is how you know I'm not at fault. He whacked into the side of my fucking car and flipped over my hood. Because he couldn't Billy fucking stop because he's a dumb fucking kid. proceeded to beat him for putting a dent in his car. Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> no, I was literally, like, it was three fucking, or four driveways down from my house. Like, I could not have been I going know. faster than 15. All right, so yet. Billy hit a kid. Um, so this is fuck this kid, this gorilla strangler dude, whatever the fuck his name is. And so he got head injuries. Like every single killer, Richard Ramirez got fucking hit with a, uh, swing set, like a, a seat from a swing set that fucked his head up. That football player, uh, uh what's his name? Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. He, he got head fucking injuries and then st- ended up fucking killing football. someone. Some, That's here. bullshit. Fucking you. Oh, actually, head never mind. I'm, I'm about to fucking, never mind. I was going to say, I got hit in the head a lot and I'm fine, but I'm not. <laughs> it's because you got hit an but even I'm amount not, of time. I'm not. So it was like, you're fucked up, you're not fucked up, you're fucked up, you're not fucked up. You just landed on the not fucked up part. After committing various minor offenses in early adulthood, he was instituted, institutionalized in Napa. In Napa. In Napa. Napa for for a time. He's in Napa, and Nelson began Napa Valley. Napa that's what, oh, no, that's where they make the good wine. Nelson began committing numerous PPI rapes Island. and murders yeah. in February 1926, primarily in the West Coast cities of San Francisco and Portland, Oregon. In late 1926, he moved east, committing multiple rapes and murders in several Midwestern and East Coast cities. I thought this was just been necrophilia. We'll get to it. We well, will get he, to it. He started killing them and then doing He only liked it later when they were dead. It was too much heat when they were alive. It's like... He likes I gotta kill them and then tight. I gotta lay low for a while and I gotta hope nobody saw me. If they're dead, they can't talk. Do you think Ed Gein fucked the dead bodies? We uh, talked about him. Probably. He dug up a bunch of bodies and made literally a skin suit. Do you know you know Ed Gein? The guy that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based on. Do you uh, know him, Alex? Nope. He's a weird little man. So he, he only killed two people, little maybe man. three. He was a little creepy man. And he made his he he like he was, he was obsessed, with his, obsessed with his mother, and his mother always wanted to be uh, Norman a girl. Bates. Norman Bates was based on, like, Psycho was... So many movies were based off of Ed Gein. And he made a fucking suit out of, like, titties and shit so he could wear it around pretending he was a girl. He also made a belt out of nipples. 
Yeah, that's what my mom was out. telling me about. Yeah, it's because okay. I was talking to her. She was like making fun of me because I only like white girls. And I was like, <laughs> that's because I don't want no chocolate puma on you. That shit looks like it's rotten meat. <laughs> but then she was like, black people or something. I was like, oh, they're all fucking criminals. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And then I was like, well, at least none of them made. <laughs> belt out of nipples and I was like that's fucking hilarious though <laughs> it's funny as shit <laughs> no it's fine it, actually never mind you already you're black you're allowed to say your stuff I'm not gonna say my so and then, uh, <laughs> so he, he made he did multiple rapes and murders before moving up north into Canada raping and killing a teenage girl in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Of course it was Winnipeg. <laughs> what a fucking shit city. Win a peg. He won the peg. He won the Yeah. That's literally what it's after. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I move here, I bet you'll fucking peg something. Yeah. <laughs> he was arrested Yo, by no, Winnipeg. Oh, you want to know fun fact quick about that? Winnipeg is actually awesome to be in. Uh Lived on the outskirts for a little bit. Um, but Winnipeg is, other than being Canada's murder capital, it has a ratio of, I think, ugh, my numbers might be a little bit off, but it's about 70 to 30% women over men. Are you sure? Yeah. It's the most overpopulated women city. So you you go around Winnipeg and you find fucking tens walking around with the ugliest dudes. <laughs> And it's fucking hilarious. Ugliest. They're so fucking gross. It's like this guy looks like he's fucking the guy off Norbit. The woman, the, oh, the guy yeah. that should have married Norbit, yeah. sorry, or the woman, Norbit's wife, the man version of that walking around. No, just Norbit. Off, His name watch, is Norbit. No, I know. It said woman's wife. Uh, yeah. Norbit's wife, though. She was the, she was the, the, the not so good looking one. Um, he looked like a fucking nerdy chode, man. Yeah, no, does. but I'm talking about Norbit's wife was fucking like 745 okay, pounds. Stop bringing this to So movies. Norbit so, shallow hell. Anyways, the there's like there's like fucking 800 pound dudes walking around with like literal models. And it's fucked up. If I break up with Chelsea, I'm fucked Yeah, uh, you got it. But go also... You say you're moving to Utah? It's a 50-50 shot whether you're going to get murdered for that hot girl. <laughs> so that's kind of the gamble. So he was arrested by Canadian authorities... Hey, 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 Bob, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't uh, kill, uh, rape, a, rape a women. You shouldn't. And I went French or something. <laughs> I went Italian a little bit. You shouldn't rape the women. <laughs> you just to make a spaghetti. <laughs> you like it a cold spaghetti? He was convicted of both murders and sentenced to death. Nelson was executed by hanging in Winnipeg in 1928. In undertaking his crimes, Nelson, uh, Nelson has... still hung people? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. He had uh, the modus of operandi. Most of his out. victims were middle-aged landladies, <laughs> many who he wouldn't... Uh, he would find through room-for-rent advertisements. Literally, he would be like, you got a room-for-rent. And then posing as a mild-mannered and charming Christian drifter, Nelson used the pretext of renting a uh, room from the landladies in the boarding house to make contact with them before attacking them. Each of his victims were killed via strangulation, hence why his name was the Doc Strangler. And many were raped after death. And he, the one of his, the worst, one of the bad victims, the victim of a 14-year-old girl named Lola Cohen, was the only known victim to be specifically mutilated after death. 
And Nelson's crime spree, which consisted of uh, consisted of twenty two known murders, made him the most prolific serial killer by convictions in American history. But uh, <laughs> until the discovery of Juan Corona's crimes, oh, he says that so he can edit, edit, edit yeah. it out, and then he's gonna say it again. I'm not gonna let you carry on. <laughs> not gonna let you carry. In 1971, You're not allowed. Until the discovery of Juan Corona's crimes. He fucked that up six times. <laughs> uh, what was the source of inspiration for Albert Hitchcock's 1943 film Shadow of a Doubt? Hmm. John Christie. John Reginald Holiday Christie, known to his family and friends as Reg. Reg Christie. Oh, he's Reggie's. He was Reggie's English- boy. <laughs> Was an English serial killer and necrophile. Oh, sorry. You want the Yorkshire. <laughs> who was active during the 1940s and early fi- 1950s. He murdered at least eight people, including his wife, Ethel. Ew, I'd murder her too. <laughs> By strangulating them in bitch. his flat sorry. at 10 <laughs> Rillington drunk. Place, Notting Hill, uh, Notting Hill, London. John Christie moved out of uh, Rillington Caught Place during <laughs> March 1953, soon after the bodies of three of his victims were discovered hidden in wallpaper covered uh, in his kitchen. These people were hidden behind like a wall, and then you just put fucking wallpaper over it. Wouldn't that look good, clear as day, like a like a body? <laughs> yeah, like, no, but I think he put it inside the wall and then just put the wallpaper over. Well, top you of, like, no, he drywalled the yeah. men and then put wall like what, that doesn't make sense. Discovered hidden in wallpaper covered alcove. What did he kitchen. like? Put up their fucking hand perfectly, pencil it out. What's an alcove? Cut out the whole, an alcove. It's like a little. Like a nook. All right, then that's just like a little storage area. What's an alcove? Why? What do you mean wallpaper? Though it said wallpaper covered alcove. So look up what an alcove is, and he had it covered in wallpaper. It's just like a little room. I'm pretty sure that's just covered in Juan paper. (laughs) Oh, recess in the wall of a room or garden. Yeah, so it's like inside. Oh, he fucking just cut out a big square. And then threw oh, them all yeah, in this thing and then fun. put wallpaper over it. So it was still like fucking like solid. You're good. Yeah. I, I thought you meant like he just put them against the wall yeah, and then, and then just wallpapered <laughs> over them. So it was like clear as day. That's a body. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it though because there's flowers. <laughs> Two for it's an illusion. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's an optical illusion. <laughs> Two further bodies were discovered in the garden and his wife's body was found beneath the floorboards of the front room. Fucking John Christie with the tomatoes and carrots. John Christie was arrested and convicted of his wife's murder, for which he was hanged. Hung. No, Anton, agree with me. It's hanged. Anton is a stupid name, so that doesn't count. His his opinion doesn't count. Anton's a dope, dope name. He's going to listen to this, so just like... What is he going to do? Listen to it harder? Listen to it twice, three times? (laughs) Fuck that guy. Just kidding, man. Anton, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Two of John Christie's victims were Burl Evans... Fucking hung, though. ...and and her baby daughter. Oh, that's sad. Oh, shit. Geraldine? Oh, I just hanged it myself. Geraldine? Geraldine. Am I not right? Yeah, you said that right. That's a weird fucking Geraldine. name. Geraldine, Geraldine for a baby daughter. I'm not naming my kid that, that's for sure. Uh, there's a lot of fucking names that don't make the cut anymore, like Bethel. Yeah. <laughs> Who, along with Alex. Uh, Burl's husband, 
Timothy Evans, uh, Evans were How tenants. You? And you still get called Billy? I'm a grown fucking seven. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. You know how hard that is to transfer over. You know how, Billy Joel. You know how hard it is to be like I'm Bill. You'd yeah. be like, oh wow, Bill, you don't sound fucking inviting at all. <laughs> you sound like a fucking grown ass, grumpy ass man. And then you go, okay, fine, I'm William, and they're Just like, okay, William, oh, you're so much Will? fancier than our Will. Will, show me your Willie. <laughs> Sounds like a frat boy name. They, so fucking he, bullshit! I have no options. I have to be Billy. They, they were all tenants. Middle name. <laughs> fucking Lewis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you. It sounds like I'm seven hundred pounds. Your name, <laughs> your name Lewis. Yeah. Billy Lewis. Yeah. That should be your stage it's name. It's William Lewis Kirby. Billy Lewis sounds well. like a, a, a gay guitarist. Oh my god! I forgot to show you, and I'm gonna shout these people out because it was months ago. William Lewis Furby. This was fucking months ago, and okay, you guys all know I work a lot now. I'm fucking I, I sell attic insulation, so I I get a lot of random calls. I got a call and I missed it, so I tried to call him back. They didn't answer. I sent the text, big ass thing, going like, "This is Billy, uh, attic insulation." This is how can I help you? And I I sent the big thing or whatever, and then they sent back. They're like, "LOL, just wanted to see if it was real." And I went, "What?" They're like, "You said the name on the podcast, and I just want to see if it was a real." Huge fan, and I was like, "Oh my (laughs) fucking god, that was like literally like last week." And I was like, "No fucking shit." (laughs) He gave out his fucking phone number. I know, but that was the episode. That was so long ago, and I could not believe that was still coming through. Like that (laughs) stopped like three months ago. I I haven't gotten any new calls, any new texts from that shit. And then like, just wait as we develop more more and more. Someone actually fucking found that and like went, "I want to check." Hey, yeah, (laughs) like Soldier Boys, fucking. They did call me. I'll I'll show you all the messages until until uh, and you know we will keep growing and stuff, but it's out there, so it's too late. I don't You're mind, dude. I was huge on it. I was like, fuck it. I'll talk to any fan that wants to fucking find that. This you want to shoot like, the shit? You want to tell me about your marital problems? I'll tell you how stupid you are and we'll carry on. The case. You want to tell me how you like to fuck dead people? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I'll put to, you on the next podcast. Our, our most viewed uh, episode on YouTube. Guess which one it is. On YouTube? Yeah. Fuck, I've never been fucking. I don't even watch the YouTube ones. Not the video ones. The ones oh. that are just the episodes. I don't know which one. The Boggy Creek Monster. Oh, really? And it has a lot of thumbs down, and people do not like us making <laughs> fun of Arkansas. <laughs> like, Arkansas? I look back, and it's got a bunch of thumbs up, but also has a bunch of thumbs down, more than there's thumbs up. So people do not it's like... It's more thumbs yeah, down than thumbs up over not, Arkansas? Yeah, people do not like us making fun of Arkansas. Oh, fuck you. You fucking fuck dead babies. <laughs> <laughs> the case sparked huge controversy after the Evans was charged with both murders. So get this. So the, the he, so John Christie killed fucking uh, Burl Evans and the baby daughter Geraldine or whatever the stupid name. <laughs> and, and so they blamed it on the husband. <laughs> and all because they always point the husband first, right? So he was actually charged with both murders and found guilty for the murder of his daughter and hanged in 1950. Um, so he fucking died for the crimes that John Christie committed. Yeah, he was hung for them. John Christie was a major prosecute <laughs> witness. Hung. He was a fucking witness of the crimes that he committed. 
You know how fucking crazy that is? Damn. When he and when his that's so weird. Uh, is that fucking crazy? Now just shooting everybody. I know. They're fucking even worse back then. When how did he, he even get away? <laughs> how, do you, how does that even happen? That's fucking crazy, man. When he, when his crimes were discovered three years later, serious doubts were raised um, about like the integrity of like Evans' conviction, people. and John Christie himself subsequently admitted to killing Burl. But not Geraldine, and it was generally accepted that Christine murdered both of them. Probably the police mishandling of uh, the inquiry followed Christie's like escape. He literally escaped detection and it uh, enabled him to murder four more women. And it's just crazy that he was a fucking witness for the crime. He's like, yeah, that guy definitely did it. I saw him snooping around. <laughs> he had a bloody knife. There was something going on with him. I saw blood dripping from his shoes and his He's mustache. He had to have been from Arkansas. going <laughs> <laughs> to get in trouble again. The high court, the high court um, gave Evans a conviction in 2004, except that Evans did not murder either of his wife and child. So, yeah, after he's dead, all these years later, like, yeah, he didn't do it. He's dead now, but, you know, he's, he's, he's innocent. <laughs> So fucked up. He's fine. Don't ruin his legacy. He right. was a great man. It's like when your little sibling tells on you first, so you're the one that gets in trouble even though you didn't do anything. Genzo uh, Curtia was a Japanese serial killer who murdered eight people. Let's get into him. So Genzo uh, murdered two girlfriends in February uh, 1948. On August 8th, 1951, he raped and murdered a 24-year-old beside... Her fucking baby. No, the baby, baby don't can't know see. what's going on. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> I've fucked oh. beside a baby before. Shit happens. They don't know. He oh, then yeah. had poor, sex poor with Ollie. her corpse. Poor Ollie. <laughs> oh, the baby's corpse? No, the chick. Yeah, oh. damn. I thought that too. I was like, fuck me. <laughs> I'll not fuck me. No, like, well, don't <laughs> fuck the baby either. But damn, I'm spiraling. <laughs> On October 11th, 1951, he raped and murdered a 29 year old woman. He threw her three children from a fucking cliff. She's 29. She had three kids already. One survived. It's like the Spartan cliff. What? The fucking the defective the, the, the 20 year old? No, they, she had, they're all babies. Nobody so you got that? Yeah, can't yeah, yeah. I'm too busy fucking Genzo killed <laughs> Jesus. Genzo killed a 63-year-old woman and her 24-year-old niece on January 13th, 1952. After- Whoa, wait. Fucking what? She was 63. Mm-hmm. So that was mean that means her sister or brother had a kid. Yeah. At like 40? Yeah. I guess it, maybe it would have been like 10 years younger than her. And then afterward, they had him at thirty. Okay, that makes he had sense so sex with the niece's dead body. <laughs> That's disgusting. At the crime scene, the police yeah. found his fingerprints. Stupid guy didn't wear gloves, man. What year is this? No glove, no love. Uh, nineteen fifty-two. In the fifties, bro. In the fifties. Oh, in the fifties, I used to fuck. On August twelfth, nineteen fifty-two, the district court of Chiba. Sentenced him to death for the last two murders. The district court in... Oh, my God. You can pronounce this. <clears throat> oh, I can't pronounce Yutasani um, um, Nanamai. I work at Toyota. I'm good with the Japanese words now. Let's Yutasamiya. go. Let me see this. Yutasamiya. 
You, uh, the district court in Utasamia sentenced yeah, him to death for six <laughs> others on December 21st, 1953. So he, they actually committed him for six other fucking murders. He, he appealed the sentence uh, because he was mentally in, uh, he was in, like instable. He wasn't stable enough. And he retracted his appeals on October 21st, 1954. He was That's considered to be a neurotic and, and to be neurotic and in danger to himself. And they did execute him on October 14th, 1959. How appropriate. Why is that appropriate? Because it's Cocktober, man. Cocktober? Yeah. So everyone what? gets their cocks out. Rock so out. we'll eventually be getting into this guy in a full on episode because. Is that why uh, you like Halloween so much? Yes, of course, man. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. So <laughs> we'll eventually get on this on, the, on this own episode for sure because David Ike called this motherfucker out way before. Here we go. Here we go. He got, uh, also, David Ike did predict the that they David would use Ike. a disease um, that would attack the elderly because they're not worthy to the system anymore because they just reap off the benefits of the governmental system. And he because called they that, that they were going to create a virus and use vaccines and all this stuff in 2009. So David Ike has been right. Alex Jones has been right. Everyone called them crazy, and they literally called this shit like... 20, 10 years fucking prior, all this shit. So, 20, 10 years, you know, maybe 2010 <laughs> years ago, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe if these freaking nut jobs didn't say any of that, it wouldn't have given the government these ideas. Ooh, no, they already damn. have these ideas. Oh, yeah. This is sure. written, yes, Gover- this is the government's books. stupid, though. Albert yeah. Pike, fucking a Freemason, predicted both three all well, three, three world wars, but the, the two major world wars, and he predicted it in like. It was when his book came out, like 1878, and he predicted exactly how the wars would happen and everything, and, and what led up to World War Three. That is Maybe either he's a here or coming. Oh, but what about? I'm I'm still I kind of like Kim Jong Un since uh, like I kind of want that to be World War Three because the interview came out and yeah. he likes Katy Perry. He's actually a softie <laughs> and he's he's a good boy. Is that actually real? Did they actually do that for the interview. Is that real? Kim Jong Un like, being on the interview? No, I know he he wasn't actually on the interview, but yeah, that that he actually did like Katy Perry. Is that a real thing? I I can't imagine it is. It might be. I, I think I think that's just fucking <laughs> Seth Rogen and James Franco making fun of him. <laughs> yeah. So. Now James Franco you won't be in released, any movies. You released that movie. I'm gonna James Franco won't what? won't be any movies because he's got a bunch of. Uh, Allegations against him. Of but guess what? They let Co- they let lo- Cosby out. Have so. you looked at that dude? He's too old to hurt anybody. Now. James Franco he? looks creepy as shit. Does he now? No, he always has. Yeah, like why? looking at him, like you look like you touch somebody when they say no. Nah, he's a beautiful. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I also love his. I <laughs> love his brother him. though. Dave Franco is fucking hilarious. That eagle eyebrowed beauty. You've seen Neighbors, right? Like Hawkeye. Yeah. Jinxie yeah. when he's doing the fucking yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro. <laughs> So Jimmy uh, Civil or Civil or whatever you want to pronounce his fucking name, Savile as fucking David Ike pronounces it. That's how there's different ways to pronounce his name. He's British. British, mate. How do you know I was British? <laughs> so uh, Broadmoor <laughs> staff members claim that uh, Savile had told them that he engaged in necrophilic acts with corpses in the mortuary in Leeds. Savile with his friends, uh, the chief mortician who gave him 
unrestricted access. He's like, you know what? You're cool. I like you. You're the first disc jockey. You know how to spin those records. You're the first disc you jockey. You can fuck as many bodies you as you spin want. Spin those That's records. Very true. Jerk my cock real good. You can have access to these bodies if you like. Dr. Dre's up there like, I'm next. <laughs> so let's get into our last and most disgusting story of all. What's the grossest one? Karen. Oh, fucking course. Her name's Green, Karen. Greenlee. According to Karen, necrophilia is... Oh, I thought that was the one that did it. Oh, no. no Karen's just got her fucking two cents to throw in, doesn't no, she? No, no. She's yeah. the one that did it. Oh. According to Karen, necrophilia is, is more common than we'd like to think. It is a very real problem in funeral homes. Which yeah. is this? This is where it gets a little. That's why you get your loved ones greasy. cremated, everybody. That's most, why you bleach in the tub. Most necros aren't killers. They have no desire at all to end anyone's life. As the Queen song, just as the lives pass, because I get enough. As Queen sang the song, you know, Queen. Uh, they just want somebody to love, and it, that is... Uh, That's what I said from the beginning. Yeah. Just love another... Essentially, you're right, Bill. They can't, because they're dead. fucking... They're all... They, there's just, not hot necrophiliac girls. Doesn't matter. There's got to be one out there. Yeah, but you can't find them because they're not on the Reddit chat. You ever see, <laughs> uh, you ever see uh, iZombie? That bitch dead, and she eats brains, and she's a necro... Yeah, um, well, I think that's just the movies. Uh, it's a TV series, actually. Oh, sorry. Better than Squid Games. I actually kind of want to see that. You watch Squid Games? I haven't seen it yet. Shit looks fucked. You ever watch Squid Billies? This is what this chick looks like. She kind of down bad. You found her? She kind of yeah. bad. She all right. She's, She's not, not that bad Instagram looking. Too? What year did she fucking post this? She looks this? bad now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Karen's fucking age. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she fighting for... Fucking coupons that have expired. That, that shit really takes a toll on you. She's, she's not a bad looking chick, though. Like back in the day, fucking weird. Buddy, any black and white photo, everybody looks good. So, yeah, look her up. Karen Greenlee. Uh, and she, she, and it's, it's precisely that deals with Karen Greenlee, the woman who became famous for her romantic love for corpses. Karen Damn. realized as a young girl that she was sexually attracted to the dead. So she did what uh, needed to do in order to gain access uh, to the cute young dead boys. Damn, a fucking uh, cute Damn. young dead boy. And like, they're underage. And got them hard and everything. She began her career yeah. working in a morgue as an apprentice embalmer. Karen admitted to have been busted doing the nasty with a stiff more than once. Hey. But since busted. nobody wants to put grandma in a funeral home where the girl was busted for humping and bumping uglies with the dead, her boss always turned it away. It's like, okay, no this man. is like the... It's got to be like the 16th Wait. time I've watched it <laughs> on you. Like, I, I have seen your fucking cooter more times than I really wish to have seen your cooter. I've seen a penis break off right inside of you. I had to pull it out. I had to yeah. corkscrew it out of you. I mean, it's fucking just infested <laughs> with larvae. Corkscrew it. He's like, fucking Karen. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Uh, <laughs> One more time, because that is really uh, gross. <laughs> she claimed to have been intimate with as many as 40 stiffs at the time of her interview. Fucking damn. Go buy a dildo. I know. Jesus. 
Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> that's gross. Oh, you, you gotta get no, that. That's disgusting. Yeah. Wait, let me find harmony. It. That was harmony. Dude, can we do it again one more time, but a uh, higher octave? That's, that's disgusting. Oh. <laughs> that's disgusting. Start <laughs> 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 a bar- barbershop quartet, man. Uh, so she claimed to have been yeah intimate with forty stiffs in her interview, and she was very adamant that she's not the only one doing it. Karen, there are others. Karen, it's not just me. Man, she was just 22 when she was finally busted in 1979. When she finally What do you mean busted? Finally. When she she's been doing it for a long time. She was fascinated by it since a kid. Yeah, but when did she actually get into the position to do it? Uh probably like 15, 16, you know. Who who what inspired her to do this? The fact that she couldn't get no live PP. Did she watch like like Friday Thirteenth and like see like oh man I you know what I want to fuck Jason. I mean like it's really <laughs> fucking easy to get a boyfriend and be like hey how about you fucking pretend you're dead for a minute and girls like, do that all the time. I know starfish and guess what yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, uh, <laughs> yeah no shit but guess what would happen if you said that to a guy he'd be like Haha, okay <laughs> and he'd just be like yeah. I'm dead what you gonna do. <laughs> You know how easy it is to not make noise as a guy? You're just like, yeah, uh, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. It's good. I love it. Love just you. waiting for whatever Alex is doing. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Why were there polka music behind it? <laughs> because it's the one where he's actually like going around all the What is this from? Why do you shit? say that's disgusting? It's fucking it's from stupid. Disenchantment. Oh, fun. Oh. That the fucking, little elf. That well, it was the fucking. It was the one that got me bad. It was the okay. So and this is the way I describe it. So this is a. Uh, I don't remember actually watching this thing, but it's been bothering me since, and this is where I remember it. There's like one big, tall, skinny fucking alien next to like a, a person with uh, elves next to <laughs> next to like a a one foot tall alien, <laughs> and then does that mean you? And then <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Yes, the uh, but anyways, um. They're, they're in a circus, and this fucking other alien's like, guess what I can do? And he fucking, like, contortions himself into a box. Like, he was a tall dude, like a nine-foot-tall fucking guy. He contortions himself into a box, like, fucking six inches high. And then he contortions himself out, and the little alien pulls on the pants of the big alien. He just, like, leans him down. He's just like, that's disgusting. Stop. That's disgusting. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> Anyways, that's where that came from. Oh, <laughs> I, I like how you guys steal things from cartoon shows. Um, well, they're funny. Yeah. I steal things from Tom Segura, too. Yeah, they're Arkansas. F- they're <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> so, yeah, she was, she was 22 when she finally got busted. And in, uh, in 1979, she stole the corpse of a particularly good-looking young man. Instead of delivering him to the cemetery, Karen took her 33-year-old John Mercure uh, to oh, the I next... I thought you were going to say Zach Efron. I was going to be so upset. To the next county over him. and did everything that she wanted to do with him. Two days later... Took him to the next county. She's like, it's legal over here. In Arkansas. In Arkansas. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about shit. She wrote an in-depth suicide letter confessing to all her sins, swallowed a boatload of Tylenol-3, and... And waited for lights out. Karen's plans didn't really go the way she wanted. The pesky cops caught her and the saved her the life. Pesky cops. Wait, she was what do you mean saved herself? her yeah, life? She was trying to kill herself. Oh, she sorry, attempted. I'm kind of drunk. Yeah, How listen, did she do that? She tried to kill herself by taking Tylenol. a bunch of Tylenol 3s. 
Oh, T3. That's why, people, if you're going to kill yourself, all right, use a fucking gun and point it right in the middle of your forehead or slice your wrist vertically or don't take Tylenol 3s because it probably won't. Pills are rarely fucking work. So sli- yeah, slay well, your wrist in a bathtub. Just make die. your tummy and your butthole yeah. hurt. Slay your them, wrist vertically die. in a bathtub like you're in the movie It and then, you know, you're good. So... Okay, shut the fuck why. up. It's actually going <laughs> to... Shut the fuck up. Both of you. Um, you, 13 Reasons Why. Is that what he said? No, he no. said... That's it, a good show, actually. Oh, and then no, you said 13 Reasons show. Why. Me and Chelsea like Anyways, fucking... Uh, <laughs> I remember I was in a grade 8 trip. Like high school students. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. He's like, oh my God, I can't handle this. Yeah. He said my ass was great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I did make fun of a lot of shit in that show. I was watching it with Chelsea. I was like, come on. Cause she's like, you have to watch it. It's good. Like, so we, I watched it with her and I was like, man, she killed herself because they were just making fun of her. Like, get over your fucking self. Anyways, get, well, fucking, I want to tell story. Let Billy talk. Hey, there was a, yeah, she did she get, got mo- she, she, she got, drugs. she got the M word. All right. Um, molested. Yeah. Eh, nothing. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was the no. beep. That is not even close to what I meant. I thought that was the bleep. I meant to bleep it out. Anyways. Why isn't that showing up? That's weird. That one's not working? Okay, anyways, yeah. uh I was in grade eight and this girl Your like sucks cocks and hell. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, what is this episode turning into? Anyways, I was in grade eight and they do we're close to Ottawa, like five hours away. And they do like a grade eight trip to Ottawa. Yes. Every like person that's in grade eight. Yes. Uh, so we all I, went I up. Got, to, yeah. I couldn't go. We all I, went I up to Ottawa. Yeah, because Tom fucking likes to fuck dead people. So the, hey, the team's yeah. like, nah, he can't come. That's from me and Wad's exorcism episode. <laughs> he comes up and he's like, uh, this. My buddy was dating this girl, and like all the girls had to obviously be in a dorm, and the guys like, you don't want fucking grade eights fucking each other. And the girl's, like, texting us on her fucking flip phones. Fuck, I remember it was clear as day. And uh, she's like, oh, my God, I just took nine Advil. And then my buddy in the room's like, she's going to die. She's going to die. And he's freaking the fuck out. And I was like, like, she she had fucking nine. I was like, not 90. And I was like, and it was Advil. I'm like, these weren't fucking oxies. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I've taken five Advil before because I had a headache. I'm like, it's fine. You're fine. She's like, and then she's like, I just don't feel good. And I was like, she died and you fucked her body. Is that where we're going? No, it's not where we're going. I was just kind of saying about the pills thing. It's like a, in a sense where like, uh, especially really the over-exaggeration yeah. where like immediately after that happened, it was like, oh, no, I'm happy. I'm good. And she was like good for the rest of her life. It was yep. just like one day for attention. But I'm not saying that. Everybody Ooh, I, knew, I don't really. Billy, we, we, are, we are 90s kids, right? You know how many girls cut their wrists? Many, many, because many, Justin many Bieber girls. cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, this is before Justin Bieber. Way before Justin Bieber. Yo, you want to talk about creepy shit? All Actually, right, what? No, we're almost done. This shit. This time yeah. for story time. Um, story we're getting time. there. You want to talk about? You, we're on our last story, aren't we? Yeah, but it's a long one. It's fun. Okay, anyways, fuck it. Uh, you want to talk about creepy fucking shit? How about the creepy shit that fucking women do went before high school? There are girls in fucking again grade eight, grade seven, grade eight. Where they thought this high school dude was hot as fuck. And there were about eight of them that would every single day when they walked home would go and peer in his window hoping he was changing. Did you know people that did this? Yeah. Everybody around that did that to Chavez. He was gay. I'm well aware. 
That's really weird. All the grade eight, seven grade eight girls thought he was hot as fuck. That's really weird because Fez was 100% totally gay. gay. Yep. Well, you're grade seven, grade eight. You don't catch on to those cues right away. So, yeah, they (laughs) fucking. Those G's and Q's. They they fucking, every single day on the way home, there were about six or seven of them that would peer around the bottom of his windowsill because they knew knew his bedroom was in the basement. That's even creepier. Who did this? Can you name names? Yeah, fuck it. Brooke Jennings, Jensen Allen. I okay, that's enough. <laughs> I shouldn't keep going, but those are two. I want to know ones. who else. Carly. Smith. I remember all these. Oh, those are they were younger than me, so that's slightly like I can account. Yeah, did you forget? Tom's almost thirty. Shut, I, <laughs> shut up, soon I will be thirty. Could you imagine that almost these people 30? actually listening to this podcast? Imagine, and like that's the story I remember them being creepy as fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, girls are fucking creeps. so like they're creeps. She she's this chick, you know, the Karen. She's fucking dead bodies, man. And she's she's getting into it. She loves it. So when like she, she tried to kill herself, you know, the cops saved. Her. And you know, in that time, it, everyone kind of knew what Karen was up to. And charges were pressed, and Karen received eleven days in jail Karen. and a fine of two hundred and fifty-five dollars, mostly for stealing a hearse. As like kind of, and she, that's and she, it didn't go against any necrophilia laws at the time. And she owed one hundred and seventeen grand to her dead lover's mama, the person that she fucked. She owed the money to. Her mums, his mums. Yeah. So the interview Karen gave with Jim Morgan, she was very candid through. She later absolutely regrets talking publicly about the subject, because as you can imagine, she caught a lot of slack over it. Today, Karen is in her 60s and she has changed her name and virtually disappeared. But old habits die hard. You never know. Karen may very well be sneaking into a funeral home near you. So let's get into the thing well, when she I said. Died, tell funeral her home near you. I'll fight. When you're on, okay, this is, where it gets, you. this is where it gets gross, everybody. Fucking uh, warning. When you're on top of the body, it tends to purge blood out of its mouth. When you're making passionate love, you'd have to be there, I guess. When asked about a person um, when she was going to the D with a stiff, Karen had this to say. Yes, that's a question people always ask of, uh, you know, how do you go about doing this? Even people who seem pretty cool and pretty seem pretty open-minded, then when you tell them, they say, that's very interesting. They don't want to. They, they don't want to uh, have much to do with me after I tell them this. I don't mind telling people how I do it. It doesn't matter to me. But anyone adept to sexuality uh, should shouldn't have to ask. People have misconceptions that have been uh, how we get penetrated for sexual gratification. Uh, this uh, sensitive part of, of women is in the front area anyway, and uh, this is what ne- it needs to be stimulated. Besides that, there are different aspects of sexual expression, touchy-feely, 69, holding hands. The body's just lying there, but it has uh, what it takes to make me happy. <laughs> the cold uh, and the aura of death, the smell of death, the funeral surrounding, it all contributes to the fascination. It gets worse. 
Karen's opinion on the smell of decay. Sure, I find the odor of death very exotic. There are a lot of dead odors, and there are a lot of uh, death odors. Um, and now you you get your body that's been f- uh, floating in the bay for, for two weeks or a burn victim. That doesn't attract me too much. But a freshly embalmed corpse is something else. There is also the attraction to blood, which when you're on top of the body, it tends to purge out of its mouth. So, you know, you'd have to be there to understand it. But essentially, so when she's fucking it, all the blood starts coming out of the fucking mouth. Yeah, you, don't have, you don't have to be there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> and, really uh, don't. <laughs> uh, there was this weirdo kid. I wish I could remember his name because you might know him. This fuck, there's this kid that was a super emo. You know, like all the, the fucking snake bite, fucking piercing and stuff. Quentin. Is that his name? No, it wasn't Quentin. Quentin I was Carter. Like, no, it wasn't him. No. I was like, that would be pretty bad. Um, he, uh, there was, there, nice. no, there was some dude John I knew, Garcia? and he told, like, me. What a fucking fag. I know, he told, he Damn, told, he I told, can't say that word anymore. He told me in Austin, uh, this kid. Bleep it. Where did you bleep? It's too, it's too late. Uh, it's too late. So this kid said he had, like, he was talking to like, me in Austin, like, Elaine, and, like, people uh, I don't mean it when I say it um, and he was uh, friends I grew up with this kid was telling us that he liked like blood play and like like cutting himself and like playing with the blood or having someone he's with like put blood on him and shit and I was like alright I'm gonna walk away from this conversation <laughs> so, yeah, so when got when uh, oh, yeah exactly when asked about sex with the corpse since the AIDS virus became an issue that's the reason I haven't really tried anything lately I'm sure I uh, found a way to get in one of those funeral homes by now but the the group I find attractive young men in their 20s are ones who die of AIDS uh, oh <laughs> AIDS damn. die when you die though No, c- yeah that's what I was just thinking huh. I don't know if that's is that true I yeah, guess so because it's a virus sure. inside your body but does it stay dormant no it just dies because like what is it going to do if you're not alive oh, it's got to be feeding off your organs just so you know that's a quick Google search. 18 different strands of HIV in the vaccine, doctors are saying now. Okay. <laughs> Is that why I can't come properly anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. How do you even Google that? Does AIDS die with you? <laughs> like, yeah. After you're dead, does it, the AIDS virus still exist? If you die, if you have AIDS and die, where does the AIDS go? <laughs> <laughs> Ten facts you need to know everything about AIDS. Right, Everybody should know. <laughs> so Karen was asked to speak out when she first realized she was attracted to corpses. So this is when she realized she that was she was asked to speak out like, about what? about why she was into corpses in the oh, first place. Oh, she was just very vocal with this. It's right? something I've been. Yeah, she literally did a whole interview about this. She was. It was something I've been uh, attracted to all my life. I, I used to hold funeral services for my pets when they died. She's like, "Oh, pets, I love you." Like, let's do a whole funeral. I had a little pet graveyard. I lived in a small town, and the fireman's barbecue was next door to the funeral home. Uh, To go to the bathroom, you had to use the facilities in the funeral home, and I'd find any excuse to go to the washroom. Then I'd take side trips and wander around the mortuary. So she was super into this shit, even as a young age, which is even crazier. So about getting (laughs) caught doing the nasty with a rotter. 
I had tried to kill myself and was living in a halfway house a couple of blocks down from this funeral home. I decided this is a problem when she's a young, like in her teenage years. I decided to go to the mausoleum and try and kill myself. The mausoleum had a door connecting to the mortuary. I was sitting there real depressed when just out of the hell of it, I decided to uh, try running my driver's license along the edge of the door and click. The door popped open. I couldn't believe it, so I tried to get in again, and the door just popped open again. I went in to prep the room. I like this voice. And, prep the room. And, and like there, Dexter. Ah. Yeah, yeah, literally. And they happened to be a body in there. I, I had some fun. Ever I, so randomly. <laughs> I, did, just, yeah. he was I just tried there. it once. It worked, and I was like, maybe this is just a fluke. So I closed it and opened it again, and, well, God's right. telling so, me something. I'm in there. I did my thing, and I forgot. About all about killing myself, so she was like, "You know what? Like I like I was gonna kill I'm myself. Gonna kill I'm really myself depressed, but, but you know what makes me more. happy? <laughs> dead, fucking dick. dead dick. Yes, I told and the fucking be you. I told the folks <laughs> at the halfway like that. house uh, <laughs> that I stayed the night with friends, and I went in there several times. I guess and she's lying. That's again. kind of that's even friend. worse than being a necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, being a liar. don't be a liar. <laughs> Sometimes there was absolutely no body, so I turned around and snuck Just out the back. Lie about it if you do it, please. <laughs> I usually went in the back door. About a week later, I snuck back in the funeral home, and I was on the prep table having a good old time. So she was fingering herself, laying on the fucking body prep table, when all of a sudden, I felt like there was somebody nearby. Next thing, I heard people walking down the hallway. I quietly jumped off the table and threw a sheet back over the body, and my clothes... So she was fucking the body well. Uh, my clothes were uh, quite a uh, state of disarray. She was completely naked, fucking a corpse, and I had blood on me and everything else. It had been an Ew. autopsy case. This I say. This is oh, fuck! Nasty you bitch. You fucked up a fucking autopsy case. Okay, we're gonna have to at this episode at this bitch, because she knows to know that she's fucking nasty. What year is this? And if I see her, I'm this kicking her in, in the, the cunt. This is in the 70s, 80s? She She's got to still so be alive. Dead. She is. She's in her sixties right now. Yeah. You know she doesn't know. She know that she's. No, she's I want to. I want to talk to her and tell her that when she dies, I'll fuck her. <laughs> She'll probably love she, that. Yeah, she probably would. <laughs> She'll probably kill herself right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, and uh, there was a casket with the lid open in the side of the casket room. So I ran and hid behind it. And the casket was uh, uh, on a church truck, so they couldn't see me. They could see my legs. <laughs> it was a woman and a man. They were staying there saying, who are you? What are you doing here? One of them said to the other, you got to get a gun and call the cops and I'll stay down here. I knew I only had a chance then, so I busted out and ran. Just like, see this naked chick that just fucked a dead body. Run the fuck out of here. And, uh, you know, and I, I ran out and got to the cemetery. At the time, I still had a friend who worked at the funeral home, and he said, somebody broke into the funeral home. They know it was you. They put an alarm out after that. I think they called the police, and there was never charges. Um, they put an alarm out after that, and I think they called the police, but there was never charges, and I'm sure they didn't want the publicity. Finally, this is what Karen had to say about the corpse she stole. That happened at a time I was breaking in funeral homes, and I was literally last. She wanted some resident dick. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nasty bitch. 
That time, at that time, I was breaking into a funeral home, and there was a side room, one of those arrangement areas where they always have their case folders. I read there was one um, uh, ex- uh, exhumed. They ex- uh, they did ex- uh, there was an like a, a exhumed order for uh, John McCure. Then I read something in the paper about his mother wanting to his body exhumed. She said she wouldn't bury her cat there. I don't know what that means. She, one, one, <laughs> I don't know what that means. One she day, loves a cat more than yeah, her son, yeah. I guess. <laughs> one day, he was supposed to be exhumed, and I snuck out into a field across from where he was buried. I sat out in the field and watched them dig up the body and give it to the mortician, so she wanted to be dug up. Uh, then they shipped him back to Michigan. She wanted him to be And excavated. that's where her story ends. <laughs> she's just, the way she goes, she's literally proud and, and and that now she regrets it, and she changed her name, and she's in hiding. Oh, and all that stuff. so we can't add her. Oh, now you're not ashamed of it, huh? Yeah. Now you after are everybody of tells it. you about how fucked up you are. Yeah. You yeah. Because now you're like, oh shit. Like, she, yeah, she did it. Shouldn't have. She did an interview with Jim Morgan, which is the guy that always I does Joe Rogan. No. I, I heard Jimmy yeah. Fallon. I'm coming Jim up. Morgan, and I he, he Jim Morgan does all these like true crime case stuff. Yeah. And she like did an interview with him. When I think she when she got kind of caught and she expressed all of this and how much she loves fucking dead bodies, which is fucked up. You do your thing though. I guess so. I could say nah, what a selfish you, bitch. You just, you just she probably to, riding that dick you, real good and the fucking in, guys can't even enjoy it. She talked about how she liked when the well, rigor mortis set in. Yeah. And she would she would wait That's selfish. Yes, yeah, she would wait for the rigor mortis to mm. set in, which I think takes look up when does rigor mortis set in? Oh, also, I looked yes. up the thing, and HIV does die when you die, but not immediately. Yeah, so she could have easily got it if she did. Young men are always the one that die of AIDS, like she you just said. Gotta, you just got to Fully developed rigor mortis is an early, indefinable, and relatable death that has occurred. The time of onset is variable, usually consists. It appears between one and six hours. Oh, really? Average Damn, two to four like hours after death. Oh wow! So she wants those fresh bodies, so they're boop, they're a fucking boner because because How rigor mortis f- sets in where literally men can get a boner at, in some points of rigor mortis. Does does she say that she can make them come after they die? No, thing? and she, she literally, when she was fucking them, she talks about how when she was, she would ride the how dead the bodies, fuck would that, that the, body the, be there the blood so fast? And the bile would come out of their mouths, and she oh. would get turned on by it. This is how fucked up. How this how so would she you doesn't get, even make them come either? You're well, a piece technically of shit. That's lady. coming, I guess, out of your mouth. <laughs> Backwards yeah, coming. Bile. Like how fast? Like even the dead fa- are okay, sickened by this. How woman. fast are these fucking bodies getting to the funeral home? They died. Swim. Bye, bye, fucking Richie. We loved you. Bye. You're off. Like no, fucking but they, they call nine one one ambulance. Ambulance is just fucking driving ninety fucking miles an hour. De- no, if they're pronounced dead on the scene. Right, they go right to the mortician, um, or they go to the not funeral two home, to four where, hours. Or, or they go to the um, forensic lab, or the and not two or, to four hours though. But it could after be, you die, she definitely she's definitely talking about how she got some hard. Like, she's got some rigor mortis sticking her. Two to four hours. Ah, uh, so I guess it's time for... Carried on, Alex. For Billy's butt back to the day. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fucking stupid. I don't like that. You're stupid. <sighs> All right, because you've been bugging me, this fun fact is about necrophilia. 
Oh, fun, fun. I love how this fucking headline, it's, it starts off, it's, it's hardly a mental disorder. <laughs> hardly. According to the America Diagnostics and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, necrophilia doesn't get its own spot as a tired and true mental illness. Tried and true, sorry. It belongs on the border category of paralysis, (laughs) which doesn't make sense. Uh, Sexual attraction or practices between people and objects that is a genitalia stimulation between consenting adults. The only reason that necrophilia is on the list is because the dead cannot consent. (laughs) Aside from that, necrophilia is not only odd, psychologically speaking, (laughs) while most of us recall in horror that the idea due to the innate human tendency to be afraid of death, a dead person once having a living person while objects were not. So you can fu- nice just fuck my babe. You can fuck an object and just, nobody will fucking call you weird, but you fuck a dead guy and everyone thinks you're weird. Fuck the vape. Surprise. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, uh, for the Halloween episode, I have been challenged to stick a pineapple or a pumpkin up my ass and I'm hot doing it. A big pumpkin or a little now, J- Jesse challenged Surprisingly, me. <laughs> nailing down exactly what makes necrophilia a mental disorder has proven rather challenging. According to Martin Khalifa, <laughs> what? In the paper, Khalifa's brother. It's, yeah, Khalifa's it, brother. <laughs> it's Kafka. I just said that. Oh. <laughs> um, in the paper of the DMS diagnostic criteria for not otherwise specified, there really isn't much new data on necrophilia besides the 1889 study. They only did one in 1889. What never the again. Hell? That was well, the last know, time they, they really like, studied. Really dive back into. I bet there's one little paragraph. Necrophilia could be considered as a fetish variant. Yeah, it's a fetish. As the the sexually objective of a desire of the non-living. But in my opinion, this is insignificant data to support the change, including necrophilia as a a subtype of fetishism. Fetishism. That's a hard word. Fetishism. Fetishism. Necrophilia (laughs) can be accompanied by a statistic arts and sexually motivated murder. Certainly not behaviors designed as a fetishism. Well, I told you. (laughs) As being currently defined. So, like, you can't really. Yeah. So, just truthfully, as much as I want to think, like, you're actually fucked up, it's it's truly a fetish. Aren't you glad we did necrophilia, man? It's fun. It was a good episode. Like, it's truly a fetish, though. It is. That's what I'm saying. If you go to the dark web, there is, like, Like you know how... feet. Yeah, like, no, but you you would think, so. like, there's a borderline there where it's, like, if somebody's that, like, wants to do that, I I think there's something wrong with their head. There is, there is. There's those people that like to fucking eat people. You remember we talked about, like, the, uh, the, way back in the day when we talked about the dark web. That's different. Like, eating somebody is, to me, just as fucked up, if not... It, Maybe eating a somebody little is more. way more fucked up than fucking it's, a dead person. Is it, 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 eating it somebody is a mental disorder? Uh, what if you're s- fucking a dead person <clears throat> is apparently just a fetish according to a fuckload of studies? Yeah, but what if last you're one in, like, done in 1889 for some reason? Nobody's touched on this since. What if you're in the Himalayas and then somebody dies and you're starving to death and you eat? That's okay. That's different. That is yeah, okay. That's why it's alive. not as bad as necrophilia. Well, yeah. you could also yeah. fuck them. 
For survival? <laughs> yeah. No. no. Buddy, no. if I don't come, my balls are going to explode. I'm going to die. Billy's sitting there with his testicles what do you like mean? three times the size. If you're the dead it's one like, getting fucked by a cane. Do your balls hang low? Have you not fucked in six days? <laughs> Billy's got coconuts <laughs> under his fucking penis. <laughs> they hurt when I pee and they hurt when they sway. <laughs> All right. Uh, go to www.strangerupodcast.com. Follow us on fucking TikTok. Strange Root Podcast. Everywhere you can find. Find us. Look up Strange Root Podcast. Even have a TikTok get your anymore. Yeah, get I have your... five. Yeah, but I know. One specifically no, don't for say Strange that. Root Podcast oh, okay. is safe. Oh, that one's it's safe. safe. Right. I did have uh, a couple of uh, community guidelines because they don't like Charles Manson, but everybody loves Charles Manson. If yeah. you don't, you're a what? fucking retard. Oh shit! Oh you're shit! A <laughs> oh shit! I fucked up. But All we, right, bye guys. We love this you guys. Fun. Hopefully, you'll Take see care. us next. Like when get ready for the Halloween episode because oh, that's going to that be too. fucking fun. Everyone's going to dress up. Yeah, Alex is going to be on that one, right? You're going to be on. You're damn right. Damn right. Alex has still got to get a costume. Me and Billy have our costumes ready. To no, go. Yeah, I, just, my mine's not going to work. I need to get another one. <laughs> Billy got yeah. one of those blown up dinosaurs. <laughs> he was fun. I, I want to like see him. a video of him dry humping a fucking Jetta. <laughs> I could send that to Tom to post. Did you, did he actually with the costume on? Oh, yeah. It was actually it, really good. That will get thousands of views on TikTok. So that <laughs> shit. It was good. Yeah, well, like uh, it. It yeah, was actually it was fucking good. hilarious. <laughs> um, if you're attracted to the dead, I don't fuck them. It's not cool. The jet is dead. I like. I fuck that. All right, <laughs> loves you. If you're Bye. attracted to the dead, just put a fucking dildo in the freezer. Hey, oh, that's that kind of worked. Yeah. That's a good idea. Did you ever have those rumors of the chicks that fuck hot dogs? Because every I knew they said that this Becky girl <laughs> fucked a fucking frozen hot dog. You know, remember that girl? I'm gonna pretend you're the New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Epistrophe. You got politicians raping kids. You got college kids raping me.